there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. Welcome to the podcast, She is Fab, where we discuss all things fab, women empowerment, and life coaching. My name is Evelyn, also known as the Fab Chief Desk, and I am a mindset transformation coach. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the She is Fab podcast. My name is Evelyn, your host, mindset transformation coach. And today, I want to welcome back Marina Hutton. She is a certified hypnotist who's going to educate us today all about that topic. Welcome, Marina. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. Of um, course. Yeah, Go ahead I'll, and remind our viewers who you are. Yeah. So again, as everyone was saying, I'm a hypnotist. And a lot of my interest in terms of hypnosis and this whole realm comes, I know last time we were talking about self-inquiry, is really working, working with those different parts of us that different our inner landscape to, one, kind of connect to life in a more full way and, and experience that awe. And also to make uh, really deep shifts within our, ourselves, as I think we all have, I believe we all have the resources to do it. It's already there. You just got to tap into it. Yeah, I'm super excited to learn more and hear, you know, how you transitioned into this. 
because I myself am not knowledgeable in this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of started the transition because you might know that as before, when we were talking about self-inquiry, I was doing more like meditation and yoga. And over the past while, you know, when I was doing that, I started kind of intuiting and blending other stuff into meditation and yoga. And a friend of mine did some hypnosis for me one day and I just fell in love. I was like, this, this is the practice that I have been looking for in terms of like the words and the way that it works. And so I've, I've been doing that certification and now I'm doing hypnosis and I just, I love it in that way that it's, you know, um, and how it's, it distinguishes from meditation and, and this world. It's kind of like the inner, inner workings of it. Um, which I'll pause because I know I, I want to go too, too far into it ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. So you had a friend who introduced you to it. You had this aha moment. And so you transitioned. I mean, it's still related to what you did before, but you transitioned in a way. Um, tell us how it's different from meditation. Yeah. So how it's different from meditation, um, the way that I like to describe it is that meditation often is this practice where we are training our mind in a way to bring our attention to a specific focal point. So as the mind wanders through various different methods, we redirect our attention back to the focal point and come to realize that, you know, we, we aren't our thoughts and the stuff that's automatically happening. So it's more that focal point. Now, hypnosis is more about it's kind of like a surrender if you can think of that experience in meditation i'm over here i'm oh my thoughts here bring it back thoughts here bring it back hypnosis it feels like rather than an active attention focusing on something it's like an active releasing so you can kind of think of it if you've done meditation before where you get to maybe that sweet spot where you're just like I'm not, I don't even know if I'm focusing on anything more. I just feel so relaxed and grounded. And that's kind of what it is. And so in hypnosis, we're utilizing that state of that deep relaxation trance to make shifts and changes on a level. So that's the other distinction that we're actually, act, it's actively using it for something as well through various mm-hmm. techniques. So what are some of the benefits uh, that you found or that folks have expressed to you? with this practice? Some of them, one of the major one I would say is the speed at which people make shifts. It, 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 it's, I continue to be just absolutely blown away by it. Uh, people can get rid of fears. Um, had someone reduce their headache from an eight to a three in seven minutes, have person reduce fear of water in a session, um, literally making major changes to in career and stuff. So it's, it's really just that as opposed to, you know, thinking we need to do a bunch of uh, longer things to make shifts. Sometimes we actually can just go in and change it. And then we come out of hypnosis and something is just shifted. It's just there. (laughs) So I'm curious, have you encountered any sort of uh, resistance when it comes to that practice or individuals who may not be comfortable because when you think of hypnosis, there's that surrender, as you said. And so many folks have a fear that what you're putting forth could negatively impact or maybe put in some sort of thoughts that weren't originally there. Yes. Um, Yes. (laughs) And I'll actually answer that 
too, with that one of the main things why there is that fear around it is there are a lot of different, like especially different media movies. And when people think of hypnosis, they often think of stage hypnosis and, you know, people trying collecting like chickens and that sort of thing. So one stage hypnosis and more like the therapeutic points and change work are quite different in terms of the outcome. And the other thing is that people can't, you can't actually make someone do something they don't inherently want to do. So even in stage hypnosis, if someone is up there quack, like quacking like a chicken, if it's something that they it would actually kind of be in their character to do. Uh, and then the other thing, when you're thinking, oh wow, yeah. And then when you're thinking of like the, the trust on that hand, I'd say that trust is one of the most powerful things. It's part of the hypnosis pro- process. So if one is with someone and they don't trust that they're going to plant, you know, something that they don't like it's likely not going to be actually a very good fit for hypnosis. And one isn't actually going to, their, their unconscious mind isn't actually going to let in that information. So even if I gave a suggestion, if it that doesn't makes a work, lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So then walk us through um, the process. How, how does it work? I'm just going to wrap my, my head around. How do you even start? What do you have to do? care for it? Like, what do you walk through? Yeah, that's, like, I love all these questions. I'm like, you're just hitting kind of, like, all the questions that people regularly ask, and I, myself, asked. And so what it looks like often is, um, one, you'd be getting clear on, it's very future states. You'd be like, okay, well, what do you actually want through hypnosis? So it's very much, yes, we might want to clear something that's in the way, like, trauma, but really, what do we want to put in there? What do we want to program? Um, I'll speak to the experience and I can speak even to a bit of how it works afterwards. But the experience is often that like, you know, you're, you're sitting in the chair, your eyes are closed. And some people have like this experience of, you know, they're, maybe they're seeing colors, maybe visuals, maybe they feel like a little energy, maybe some people feel warmth. Or maybe some people just are listening to the sound of my voice. So there's many different states of hypnosis. And when you're being guided through it, it's like a, a mix of one, like different things to make you feel more relaxed. Uh, it's drawing on the senses. Um, so I might be like getting you to bring, a, a, for example, awareness to a specific sensation or maybe a color. And it's really direct. It's what it's all that it's doing is directing one more within and inter, into their inner landscape and using like different language and stuff that actually works with your mind in a way that keeps actually your conscious mind distracted. So really in hypnosis, we're working to relax and kind of distract so that the conscious mind has something to do. You that part of you that, you know, focuses on a few things at a time to get you to this kind of deep, relaxed state of hypnosis and trance which means different things for uh, different people in terms of how they experience it. Um, so it's really this experience of you're sitting in a chair and maybe you're like having these different sensations come up and someone, and it's like a dance between the hypnotist where they're bringing in, you know, different techniques and directing your focus in specific ways to help lead you to that specific outcome through visualizations or through, uh, and of course, direct suggestion. Mm-hmm. Is there anything I missed when I was saying no. that that caught you? Or yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's 
No, I mean, you, you said a lot there in regards to experience that it would make sense that it would be different for the individual, right? Different strokes, different folks will go through that uh, differently. Um, so I'm assuming, and, and again, you can correct me because I don't know much, that there is a sort of uh, process or prep that has to be done prior to actually conducting the hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Yes. So prior to it is really more about like the asking questions and getting clear on what, what that is that that person wants. Um as an outcome out of it and getting a better sense of the change itself. And often actually things already happen in that state. Um, and sometimes I might be using like, and other hypnotists will use neuro-linguistic programming even beforehand and other techniques to clear stuff that might be in the way uh, before you actually go into the hypnosis. And so another aspect of that is that whatever we want to change, we want to actually activate that part of the brain, like those neural pathways before we go in. So that's like, okay, communicating the brain, that's what we're actually shifting. So that's one of the main things. And then of course, building that, like that state where someone can feel comfortable, uh, interesting. Yeah. So then in your experience, because you did transition, but it wasn't like a completely 180, totally different niche. They're still related. And, and still the techniques are viable. Do you find that you're still using the meditation? Uh, and are there other techniques that you're incorporating with the hypnosis? Yeah. So I think med- meditation can actually help people even to experience the hypnosis because it's, it's training the brain in a way to also just kind of surrender uh, some one of the, th- the things that I guess I, I do blend in from that would more come from even like, you know, different yogic philosophy in terms of, okay, what are those different ways that we describe this inner landscape that we, we, we can't necessarily touch yet it's there. Um, and I find the meditation practice and the yoga in a way <coughs> has helped me to kind of just get a better sense of what is going on when someone's sitting quiet Yeah, um, and to kind of intuit what might be there. Mm. And actually, as a hypnotist, so yeah, and I'd actually say as a hypnotist. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. And no worries. <laughs> um, I think also that it's 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 so important when you're doing hypnosis to be actually looking at what's going on with the person, so meditation can help because it's actually creating a clearing where I'm not focusing on whatever thoughts are in my head. It's like, I'm right here with the person. Um, so I guess that could be part of that. What's incorporated. Mm-hmm. Do you find that, um, there hasn't been a challenge at any point, or maybe when you started this transition with getting out of your own head in order to help your clients with hypnosis? Absolutely. And I think much of what I experienced, uh, many, many people who are listening to this um, could resonate. It's the same thing as around even like imposter syndrome or confidence. Am I to do this? Am I doing it right? Aiming for, for perfection. And so ultimately I used hypnosis to help clear that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're a coach or or a therapist or counselor, whatever area you're in where you're providing a service, 
even with your expertise, even with your certifications, you know, we're human. So we experience uh, those emotions. On that leg, I do want to ask, uh, because you were known uh, in one area, was it difficult to transition to this field? Were some of your maybe existing clients uh, wondering about the change or have clients or prospective clients asked you questions regarding the tangibles? And what I mean by tangibles is that when it comes to like our niches, right, mindset, internal reflection, things of that nature, we can't say, oh, fix this and you're going to earn $10,000 a month, right? It's more intangible, but what it produces later on can be tangible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I, it's actually interesting. It, I find that it's actually grown in trust. And is it, it's drawing actually more curiosity than even what I was doing before. And maybe part of that is because uh, it is more specific, that it's like people can see things really quickly. Um, and also it's just kind of intriguing, I guess. People are like, oh, I hear about this thing that's hypnosis. Let's see what that's about. <laughs> Well, that's really great. And, and I think part of that too, and this is just me throwing assumptions out there. I feel that because of COVID and how we have had to shift in our lives, there is more emphasis and more focus on mental health, on working on the internal, on having those mindset shifts. And so it does push people or has pushed people more so, in my opinion, to explore uh, self-development and betterment through any means necessary. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like even the kind of things that people are bringing forth, I don't think they would have a couple of years ago. No. You're noticing that too, quite a, quite a big shift as well? Yes. Yes, I am, especially, you know, on social media. Once you start looking at one thing, it kind of opens the door to these other things that are related. And so especially you and I in our fields, we see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So interesting. So let me ask you, too, um, this is really on the business side of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you had to sort of recreate or rebrand yourself extensively because of this transition? Yeah, I, I've shift the name of my, shifted the name of my business. Um, I've shifted my whole website. I've shifted the language and the focus around it. Um, so it, in a way, like it feels like I've, I've shifted a lot on the outside, yet internally it just feels like a, a really smooth and natural progression and actually feels more aligned. Um, so the, this other stuff around it, I find building when I, this I feel so aligned with and I'm just so blind, like blown away by the, the things that I see with it that the rest of the branding and things that would actually be um, more difficult for me before in terms of like indecision and uh, double, you know, questioning and stuff like that. It's just, it's easier. It's way more effortless and easy. I love that. That's amazing because you're right. When you're in alignment, things come much easier. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, being that you had to rebrand somewhat and you had this transition, 
I'm assuming your offerings too have changed. Do you want to tell the audience about how you work and what offerings you have out there uh, regarding your new niche? Yeah. So now, and actually, as you, as you say this, I'm like, yeah, I kind of um, do integrate more of what I used to do. So, and now I, I do hypnosis sessions. I do them custom. So it's like people come to me saying, you know, I, I want to make X shift or I've hit a wall and I, I just don't know what's there. And I just know that there's something on the other side. And then I develop custom sessions around that uh, because a lot, a lot of uh, hypnosis is that, I mean, just meeting people where they are getting a sense of what that landscape is for them and then how to shift it. So yeah, now, now I do, I do custom uh, sessions, but where I see like where I could blend in more of that, like meditation and yoga stuff is kind of scanning, you know, different walks that even might be in the body in terms of the breath or how one's focusing their attention and those sort of things. But, and also expanded out to doing more of the recorded stuff as well. So that brings me to another question. Is group hypnosis a thing? Do you do that or would you consider doing that? I would. I think it would be super, super interesting. Uh, I've started to do more of the recordings of it. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So the short answer is I'm not doing it yet. And I think it would be really cool to to design something around that. I'd love to see what happens. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you have these recordings as well as the, the customized, individualized attention. When you say recordings, what do you mean? Is there like a, vid- a video recording of you walking through um hypnosis or, or is it like audio recording video or video and audio yeah video and audio so like right now someone will be coming up on spotify that are audio it'll have some that are video not that you'll be people will be looking at me anyways <laughs> if they want to i'll, I'll be there <laughs> right because part of it is having your eyes closed yeah exactly <laughs> you can keep your eyes open if you want i guess but I mean, there are folks who have that uh, when they sleep and they put their eyes open, so maybe they could do hypnosis with their eyes open. Yeah, I've actually heard that you, you can. Um, yeah, same as meditation. It's brain's powerful. Uh, I'd actually be really curious to, yeah. to explore that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I really want you to... You've answered so many of my questions regarding you know hypnosis and it kind of helped me understand... Uh, the subject matter, but in your experience, what about hypnosis do you want the audience to know that I may not have already asked you? Oh, that's a good question. There's one thing that I think is really interesting because I've mentioned, uh, you know, the same, what the conscious and unconscious and change. And so I think it'd be really helpful to set some context as to what I mean in terms of how is it actually working? And when we say we're making change at the unconscious level, what does that mean? Um, so there's one, one way of describing it. So you can kind of like imagine that our conscious mind is say like the, this, this grape. And this grape means that, you know, as, as I'm sitting here, I'm focusing on a few things at a time. In hypnosis, we say, no, the mind focuses on about five to nine things at a time. And that's my focus, my, my open awareness. Now, in between that, then there's stuff happening on that unconscious level 
all the time. So you can think of that as like this, this big basketball or something, something even bigger than that. And I'm pulling from an analogy, um, that I've, I've heard before and I, I just love it. And that's your unconscious mind. And that's everything that's happening automatically without thinking about it. Breathing automatically, uh, hearts beating automatically. We have memories that we can access. I don't have to think about them all the time and it's there. And so in hypnosis, what we're doing is we're working to distract and work with the conscious mind, bring that conscious attention. And then what's happening is the one kind of gets into that more trance state, that filter that exists between the conscious and the unconscious mind. Again, this is just a, a framework. So to help understand that this, this thing, this barrier between them kind of gets a little bit thinner and allows information to flow through and shift. And so in hypnosis, that's where we go in and through language and imagery and different things, shift things more at that unconscious level. And then kind of like you're wrapping a bow on it, coming back up to the surface and the change is there. And why it works is because similar to meditation, you might notice when more you meditate, like the easier it is, the more we do this or anything else. Similarly, when we go in hypnosis, we're rewiring also the, the, the main thing is those automatic responses at that unconscious level. How do we automatically respond? Like I'm in a conversation with someone and I, maybe I, I don't, I'm not comfortable or something like that. I have an automatic response in hypnosis. We're going in, we're changing that automatic response. So then day-to-day life, while you're in that conscious awareness, those unconscious responses that are happening and are wired there start to be different. That is so interesting because as you're talking about the subconscious mind, you know, things like breathing, your heart beating, et cetera, uh, there are other things in terms of how you engage, how you behave, how you process, how you speak, that is part of that subconscious mind. And so you can also think of these as habits, right? We develop these habits, uh, parts of our persona as we grow and evolve. And so when people are trying to change, make change, whether it's mindset shifts, habits, um, self-care, what have you, based on what you're saying and, you know, my interpretation, Mm -hmm. making that relation, it's that subconscious. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a habit. Like you say, it's habit. Like a lot of what we do is is habit. It's way easier. It's a way easier way to live than to constantly have to like... (laughs) Think of every single thing we do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these habits we've developed over years of performing the same action, right? So it's, it's a little more difficult uh, to break out of it, which is why some folks will seek help from individuals like yourself or like me, trying to change those rituals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So your clients, the folks that you work with at the end, um, is it primarily women or primarily men who come to you for hypnosis? Or is it a balance? It's a balance. Yeah, it's a balance. That's good. Yeah. Because I always hear that women are more into, you know, self-development and making changes and shifts. And so I'm always, you know, ask my, my fellow coaches, therapists, counselors, like, hey, what are you seeing? in your field, in your area of expertise. Yeah, I see a, a, a lot of men are, in, are interested. A lot in, in this this field. Is there, is there um, more resistance? Because I feel like 
When it comes to men, in my experience at least, they can be more grounded or set in their subconscious or in their habits, and so it can be more difficult to get them to open up to the experience or what you're trying to help them, even if they come to you for help. Yeah, and and even that, I guess it, it it's been been depending on 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 the personality. So what I find is if there's like some resistance, it's it's not as much about um, whether it's uh, about the gender. It's more in terms of the, the person, and and if that's in the way, and you know, it's like trying to get them, then I guess that, that's another another issue. Um, but I find. Yeah, I find men to be quite receptive. And I don't know if it's also like comes down to just the, the, the resonance too. I find a lot in my practice, I attract a lot of men. So I don't know if there's something in the way and maybe other practitioners, vice versa. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. I find they're super interested. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like some even I find, um, that, that I, I, I've assumed, and I've seen this a lot in meditation when I, and I can, if I go on, I'm thinking, oh, they might not be receptive and they just blow me away and they actually are. And so one of the things that I've kind of I've adopted in any practice that I do is as I, similar to a meditation, when I'm going to work with someone, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, if there's any kind of automatic assumptions that are coming up, I practice like kind of moving them out and dropping them. So I'm kind of seeing that person in that moment for what they are. And I find that in its way, it actually, it starts shifting the dynamic, even if there was some kind of difference in um, com- communication, the minute I kind of shift that, that point I'm responding from it, it just shifts the whole, the whole dynamic. <laughs> I love what you said there, because that is a very important point. We all have our own predispositions, assumptions that we make, you know, because we're human. But when you're engaging with another individual, providing professional service, especially as it relates to the internal care, you can't go in those assumptions or those presuppositions. You have to, said, see them for what they are, who they are in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, even a good example, I used to run a big meditation community in the workplace, and one of them was, it was predominantly people in IT and predominantly men. And it was different from, I think, like what someone might anticipate going into an organization, maybe seeing people from HR and communications and stuff like that. And nope. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is, yeah, I I would assume too, going in, oh, we're going to be folks that are centered around the people aspect, right? Uh, Like I said, HR, uh, maybe even marketing, sort of more service-based. When you think of IT, you think about the technology, the systems that are put in place. But then depending on who they are in IT, if say it's helped us, they do interact with people on a regular basis. So it really varies. Yeah, and often like very curious, extremely intelligent, right? And so, of course, if it's like these these things like hypnosis or meditation mindset are good and uh, they find like a language that, that resonates, it's like super interested. <laughs> So something else that came to mind as you were speaking regarding hypnosis, um, and again, because I'm not as educated, I don't know if this is the case, um, 
When it comes to hypnosis and your practice, are there certain topics or areas of hypnosis that you find uh, you do better with or that you prefer to work with your clients on? Or is it kind of like an open board for anything? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I really like working with people that are making like some kind of like big shift in their life or they want to make a jump into something new and maybe they're actually doing a lot of the right things. Like they're motivated, um, they're driven, they do all these different things and yet they feel like they just keep hitting a wall and they're like, what is this? So that would be one. And then the other time when, when someone's like, you know, something's just off and I just feel like it needs to kind of clear out of the, out of the way. So I love also like working in, in, in that, that puzzle and that kind of like esoteric way as well. Yeah. Yeah. So either major shifts, transitioning, uh, or resolving blockages. Yeah. Kind of like what I'm getting from your description there. Yeah. So it can okay. even be like in more. Um, it could even be like a clear way to sum it up might be even like career, like career changes or questioning purpose. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> a lot more focused. Because <laughs> yeah. when you say transition, it can be anything, right? It can be career, it can be love, it can be family. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're so right. Yeah, see, I'm so anchored in a, in a certain way because of my own life and what that means and in my own transition. So it's so interesting when you're like seeing, oh yeah, but there are all these other ones. <laughs> <laughs> and something else that uh, I started wondering about, um, so as a coach for, for me, and I'm sure other coaches do this too, right? We have our consultation, the initial consultation, where you learn about the individual and you educate on what you can offer. And usually that is followed um, after somebody submits an intake form, right, where they kind of populate information on what they're looking for, you know, how they connected with you. And you ask them questions that would help you determine whether they would be a good fit for your service. Is that something that you do as well? Yep. Yep. I always have, like, the, the intake questions in the beginning. And I find it really helpful. Mm -hmm. and, and usually even when people go on those calls, it's usually they're already – interested like like you're saying mm -hmm. yeah and that it starts to change happening so then I, yeah so then that goes to say that you in, in your practice because you have that form or the, the intake first uh touch you probably can tell if somebody would benefit from the practice of hypnosis have you had to turn anyone away i had to turn anyone away not yet. Not yet. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, though. I, I know that that people do do have to do that. Which is good on both accounts, right? It's like yes, if you can't serve, if you're not feeling the one person to serve someone, I'm much. I, I have said to people though, if there's specific things where they've said, you know, I want to do this, I'll say, you know, for this part, you should actually you actually might want to look at working with this person. So it's more of that sort of a thing so far. Oh, love that they're putting that out there because sometimes folks forget that you may not be a good fit. 
as a coach, it may not be about the client and what they're seeking. Maybe what you're offering or how you work might not help them with whatever situation they help with. So it's important to be able to make those recommendations. Or if they need something more involved, like a therapist or a counselor, then you obviously refer them that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, even though you've transitioned, uh, and it's a very interesting topic, uh, by the way, if you guys aren't already of the same mindset, uh, but I'm glad to see that there are a lot of things that are still the same in terms of the process, how you connect with your clients and, and, and what you're working for. It is all about that internal uh, shift. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm sure a lot of other people who are kind of in this, this sphere and running businesses, it's like, it's just this, uh, I don't know, a, a snowball comes to my mind that you're like, just keep rolling in the snow. Mm-hmm. And it's like, often like we might think that we're, fully recreating ourselves yet often it's just that we're just like pushing in the snow because we got more people we have more more things to add to it <laughs> other lenses right when we think we've yeah. got it we're, we're creatures of habit <laughs> yeah we repeat patterns that we're used to and it takes you know quite a tremendous force or uh, deep-seated motivation to make those shifts and changes mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that decided so this right now, really, Go ahead. Yeah, I'm really excited about the direction that, you know, you're going in. Uh, like I mentioned before, Marina has been on the podcast uh, when she was working with her previous niche for meditation, yoga, things of that nature. And so this transition, honestly, I think it suits you. I can feel the passion that comes forth as we speak about it and that alignment that you mentioned. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it, 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 it feels, it fits. <laughs> so before I let you go, I want to give you the chance to share anything that you want to share with the audience. Oh, awesome. Well, what, if anyone's, uh, whoever's listening to this, if you have questions about anything I've said, I know I've talked about a bunch of different things, just feel free to send them my way and... If this resonates with you and you're curious about hypnosis and whether it applies to something, um, you can always go to any of my social media or website at Hutton, H-U-T-T-O-N, hypnosis.com. Uh, and I have a, a free call there. As you we were mentioning, you can just sign up and see what there is to see and if there's a fit and if you want to learn more. Other than that, happy to awesome. answer questions. <laughs> Thank you for that. And we're going to put all the details of how to connect with her uh, in podcast and YouTube details. <laughs> you, so if you're, you can either listen to this, if you're listening or watching on YouTube, either way, we're going to put her details out there. And like she said, if anything resonates with you, if you have any questions or curiosity, make sure you connect with her, touch base. She is more than willing to answer those questions. Absolutely. You can tell I like to talk about this stuff. <laughs> Marina, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast and educating not just me but the audience on this topic my pleasure and and thanks for having me and thank you for all the great questions as well of course hopefully you'll come back on again soon and and do some more education (laughs) thank you yeah maybe experimental (laughs) (laughs) exactly 
<laughs> well, everyone, like I always say, preparation, accountability, execution, and resolve are keys to your success. Until next time. So as you know by now, we're all about informing and empowering women. Well, now there's the addition of the She Is Fab shop where there is empowered fashion, printables, journals, mugs, and face masks. Check it out at www.sheisfab.net. That way you can purchase something for the lady, woman, or girl in your life. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.